your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London um, section of the Selk podcast for this week. Sadly, the news that um, we're going into lockdown kind of overshadows all this really. Um, Won't be any games in November. Uh, Hopefully we'll get back to playing at the beginning of December, although I'm not overly hopeful um, that we'll get much football in before Christmas. But we've had a good few months. The weather's been pretty good to us, although we had some games off on Saturday. So hopefully even if football does restart in the new year, we can um, carry on with the league and play to its conclusion, even if that means going into um, the early summer. So anyway, without um, further ado, I missed last week, so I feel um, we're playing a bit of catch-up here. Let's go into the results from last week. And in our John Cooper Premier Division, we had three games going ahead and some interesting results. So AMG Ballers won, Era from Belvedere Reserves four. Great result for Era from Belvedere Reserves, their first uh, league win of the season. Congratulations to them. Then a big uh, result, this one, Bermondsey Town, three, Old Roan nil. Old Roan, first points dropped all season. Brilliant result for Bermondsey Town. Congratulations to them. And then FC Greenwich, they've really picked up their form. They're scoring so many goals at the moment. FC Greenwich, five. Homesdale Reserves, one. Mickey Brown with two. And Jordan uh, Dapper, also with two. FC Greenwich will definitely still be in that hunt for trophies. They had such a tough start to the season, fixtures-wise. Um, and I knew they'd pick up results um, as the season went on. They'll definitely be in and around the um, fight for the championship. In Jim Hampson Division 1, we've got Welling Park Reserves, two. Lewisham Athletic, five. Lewisham Athletic... Do look a threat this season. Lewis Morgan grabbed a hat-trick. Bert Lambert with two. Great result for them going into lockdown. And then Eden Park, just unbelievable at the moment. They can't stop winning. Just like last season, they've carried on that form straight away. Lost to Red Velvet at the beginning of the year. Other than that, they've just been unbeatable. West Bromley Albion been in good form themselves. Two. Eden Park, six. Andrea Carrera, another brace for him. And James Hunter also grabbing two. Um, yeah, just great form they look in. Then down to Division 2. What a result for Beckenham. 7-1 against London Legends. Uh, Abdul Mara got four goals from from the subs bench. So great uh, personal performance from him. From him. Uh, and then a, a, a really big result, this one. Matagalpa 3, STC Sports 2. STC Sports unbeaten in the league last season. They beat Matagalpa last year in Division 3. Matagalpa got the better of them this time around. Good result for them. They've had a really good, strong start to life in Division 2. And then Old Bexley Town 2, Peckham Town a nil. Old Bexley Town as well, looking in fine form. Um, good result for them. And then a bit of a sad one, really. Welling United, Def 3, TNS 12. Um, great performance from TNS. Ellie Anderson 6, Zach Leach 3. Uh, Welling United, Def struggling a little bit. Lost some players and they are struggling for form a bit. You don't like to see big res- uh, losses like that as a league secretary. Then down to Division 3, and this is a great result. Chelsfield, who are flying high, hadn't lost yet, uh, losing 4-3 to Catford. Catford only had one point before this game. Catford 4, Chelsfield 3. Great result for Catford. Tightens that division up. Um, although Mildeen still do look a class out. They've not played many, but they haven't lost yet. And then FC Peak 3, Elton Eagles Reserves 1. Two sides who, yeah, been up and down this season, but great result for FC Peak. Harold uh, Temusinas came off the bench to grab two uh, and won the game for FC Peak. So well done to them. Then we had quite a few Elizabeth Jakes Cup games involving teams from Division 2 and Division 3. Mildeen caused an upset. Uh, Crofton Albion nil, Mildeen 3. Congratulations to them. Um, Eltham Eagles 4, Slade Green Knights 5, another um, shock. Division 
a three team bidding of Division Two team. Kaloda Giwa continuing his fine form with a with a, with a double. Um, great result for Slade Green Knights. They've been up and down this season with their form. I thought they'd really push for promotion this year, and they've not really hit the heights yet. But that's a great result. Elton Eagles have been a really good side in Division Two. So Slade Green Knights, brilliant result for them. And then um, not so much of a shock this one. Southeast Athletic A, bottom of Division Three, and they got hammered seven one by Farnborough Fourth, who are top of Division Two. Um, Tommy Chalker got five goals for Farnborough Fourths. Farnborough Fourths look really strong this year. Um, really good side. So that's all the results from the weekend. Um, I'd like to be a little update on the league tables as they stand um, because we, we've we had, um, obviously, the end of the month when I wasn't here at the end of October. This is the, um, well, actually the games were played on the, on the 31st of October. So this is the end of October as things stand. So the John Cooper Premier Division, we have a new leader in FC Greenwich. They've played a few games more um, than the teams around them, but they're top on 16 points from eight games. Old Rhone, 15 points from six games. Bermondsey, 13 points from six games. So that's the top three. Then we've got Bauma. We've only played five. They're on 12 points. Now, one of those games, a game against Leighton Athletic Reserves that um, wasn't quite finished. We'll have to discuss that one as a committee because... Um, it, there was a bit of an incident at the end of the game. Then we've got Ten and B, nine points from five. Eltham Town, nine from five. Leighton, uh, Athletic Reserves on six points. AMG Borders and West Wickham Albion on five. Ear from Belvedere Reserves on four. And Homesdale on three points. Um, Homestead are the only side in that division who haven't won yet. So it's a really competitive division. They've drawn three games. They've had some tough fixtures. And I think they will pick up results. So good competitive Premier Division this year. All 11 sides capable of winning games. Jim Hampson Division 1, top of the table, Eden Park, just like they were last season Division 2. They've taken that form on. Five wins, one draw, one loss. 16 points from seven games. South Dulwich, another team who came up from Division 2. Great start for them as well. They're second on 11 points. Then Lewisham Athletic look a different side this year. They really do to the, the couple of years before. They're on 10 points. And West Bromley Albion, who came down from the Prem last year, they're on 10 points. Red Velvet Reserves on 9. Agenda on 8. Rustlers, Elton Town Reserves on 7. Groundhoppers, 6. Uh, Welling Park Reserves on 5. Farnborough Thirds on 3. And Lewisham Project, sadly pointless at the moment. Uh, every team again in that division has won, apart from Lewisham Project. So a good competitive division again. Division 2, Farnborough Fourths, 6 wins out of 6. Uh, the only team with a 100% record in all the divisions. And, well, some teams with 100% record in the wrong way. You know, they've lost all their games, but Farnborough have won 6 out of 6. They're on 18 points. Old Betsy Town, 17 points. They're in 2nd. STC third on 10 points, Matagalpa on 10 points with a game in hand, TNS, Crofton Albion, Peckham Town A all on 9 points, Beckenham, Eltham Eagles on 6 points, Elite with 3 points, Welling United Def and London Legends sadly haven't got a point yet. Division 3, Eltham Eagles reserves, 6 wins, 1 loss, they're on 18 points at the top of the table, Chelsfield with that first defeat, a second now on 16 points, FC Peak 12 points, they're a different team to last year as well. Much better, much improved. Teviot Rangers on 10 points. Mildeen, 9, but they've got uh, they've got 100% record. See, 3 out of 3. There we go, I'm wrong. Correcting myself. Uh, Slade Green Knights on 9 points. Red Velvet A on 7. Dulwich Reserve Reserves, 6 points. Catford, 4. Beckenham Knights and South East Athletic, 8. Without a point yet, but Beckenham Knights have only played twice. OK, let's have a little look at top goal scorers. In the Prem, we got a battle between two guys who scored an awful lot of goals last season and they're continuing where they left off last year. Mickey Brown and Pat Brennan, um, FC Greenwich and Old Roan. 
Uh, Mickey Brown has 17 goals in eight games. Uh, Pat Brennan, 15 in six. That's quite some record. Um, I mean, on a normal occasion, Ross Cable uh, with 11 in six and Romel Simmons with 10 in four would be right up there. Uh, they both play for Balmer. Um, and then Thomas Brown of Ear from Belvedere Reserves next with eight goals in eight games. Just incredible goal scoring, Mickey Brown and Pat Brennan. They just absolutely unbelievable averaging more than two goals a game you just can't believe it it's just stunning how consistently good they are um for their sides and then down to jim hampson first division and a familiar name at the top of this one as well andrea carrera was top scorer in division two for eden park last year and he's top of the pile here with 10 in eight and greg williams of elm town reserves um having a really good season 10 in seven uh, james hunter and micah roy of eden park with eight and seven um are next up down to the second division and top score here is Elliot Anderson helped by those six goals on the weekend he's got 11 in seven then Tommy Chalker got five on the weekend as well he's got nine and six uh, Sebastian Morley of Matagalpa he's got eight in six games and then we've got a few more on seven we've got um, two old Bexley Town players Ben Crumpton and Jack Smith have both got seven and Anthony Whitrod of Beckenham seven in seven good season for him so far um, Tommy Chalker with Farnborough fourth, so I didn't mention that before, in second place in the goal scorers charts. Right, down to Division 3, and we've got uh, Kaloda Giwa of Slade Green Knights, 10 goals in seven games, and Dan Hooley of FC Peak, 10 in eight. Um, next is Harold Tumisanus um, of FC Peak, he's got seven um, goals in nine games, and then Robert Osborne has got six and Brent Troy Harvey of FC Peak also has six. So they're the top goal scorers in the leagues. Um, no point bringing any fixtures because there won't be any fixtures for the next month. Um, we're just hoping that um, this virus can get pulled back under control and we can get back to playing football again. Um, thanks to all the teams who have made a real effort to make sure that football has been able to return this year and has been really safe, I think. You know, teams are really thinking about it in terms of the changing facilities and how they um, organise their, their, their teams on the sidelines to make sure that everyone is staying safe. And hopefully um, we can get back to doing what we all love uh, very, very soon. Um, that's all from me. Thanks for listening and speak to you again, hopefully in December. Hello everybody and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of October as we review the first two months of the season so far. We start in the senior division uh, which is led presently by FC Baresi who from their eight games so far have won seven of them and drawn the other. They sit on 22 points and that's four points clear of second place DTFC who do have six wins from their opening six games and with their games in hand could still go top and do have that monster goal difference of plus 36. In third place, two points behind DTFC, are West Essex Reserves, who bounced back well from a recent first league defeat, and they sit in third with five wins and a draw from their first seven games of the season on 16 points, and you imagine will be one of the challengers at the top end of the table. Sitting in fourth place, Lymore Gardens have had an excellent run of form. They're up to fourth with five wins and a draw from eight games, seeing them level on uh, 16 points with West Essex so far this season. And just below them, Joloff Sports uh, sit fifth on 13 points with four wins and a draw from just five games. So they have a few games to catch up on and they could, in fact, go into the top two were they to win those games. Sitting in sixth in the top half of the table are Chigwell Town, who have improved their form recently. They have three wins and a draw from their first eight games of the season. And they sit in on a double-figure point score of 10 points. 
Just below them, FC Petro Cub uh, in seventh place with three wins and three defeats from their first six games of the season, having won uh, the first couple of those as well. So they'll be disappointed with their recent form, dropping into the bottom half of the table. Just below them are Tower United and sitting in eighth with uh, three wins from their eight games this season. They sit on nine points also, but from two games more. And in ninth place are CSM London, whose form recently has been much improved. They now have three wins to their name, and that's from seven fixtures. They also sit on nine points. The bottom four start with Blue Marlin sitting in 10th. They have just the two wins so far from seven games, and that will be a disappointing return for them uh, so far this season. Below them are Rapid Chingford, who, whose form recently has been excellent, and they, they took points off of Joloff Sports uh, and, some, and other sides too in recent weeks, but they do still only have four points in the league, and they are a side who will be looking to move up the table as the season goes on. London Crane sit in 12th. They have just a single win so far this season. They sit on three points from their eight games. And bottom of the table are all prospects who were promoted to this division. They have seven defeats, unfortunately, from their opening seven games. And they'll want to improve massively in the next part of the season. It's been an interesting uh, month in Division 1 where the, a lot of the sides in the top four have all played each other. Uh, Leighton Royal lead the way. They're the only unbeaten side now in Division 1 with seven wins and a draw from their eight games and they sit on 22 points. A massive seven points ahead of the side in second. Woodford East, who were our leaders the last time we reviewed this division, but they've lost three on the trot now. Having won their first five, they've now only won five of eight, uh, but they do still sit second with 15 points and they will undoubtedly probably look to re, re, uh, reintroduce that early season form. In sitting in third, Eastside have had an excellent month as well. They did they did lose at the weekend, just gone. They have a win and a draw from seven in the league so far with 13 points, including taking some points off of the big sides at the top of the division as well. So they're a side to be reckoned with. Sitting in fourth, and a side who you might well imagine could be one of the challengers this year when they finally catch up on their games. Kit out London with four wins from five games so far, sits on 12 points. And that's just one point ahead of Chadwell Heath Spartans, of course, promoted into this division over the summer. They've had a bit of a mixed start, really. Three wins and two draws amongst their six games to start the season. Sees them sitting on 11 points. That's two points ahead of Wapping in sixth place, who are three wins and three defeats in, from their six in the season so far. So that's a really indifferent start for them. They'll be hoping to improve that. Also on nine points, London Park City, who, who got out of the blocks really quickly this season. Um, but have found form a little bit tougher to find in more recent weeks. Just the three wins from their eight games this season, and they sit on ninth. However, that is an improvement on last season's performance. North East Lions sit eighth in the standings from their seven games. Two wins and a draw. Uh, more Those victories coming in recent weeks, so they are a side on the up finally, and they'll be pleased with that, and they'll look to improve that as the season draws on. Francis Luke sit ninth in the table with two wins from their seven games. Finally got some points on the ball in October, which they'll be pleased about. And they are three points ahead of Frenford A, sitting in 10th, who do have games in hand, with uh, having only played the five games, but only the one win so far in, within that reckoning. But that did come at the weekend just gone, as they beat uh, Chadwell Heath Spartans, and they sit on three points now. That's Frenford A. And lastly in Division 1 are Kwanzaa's London Sport, who did pick up their first point of the season recently, but they that is their only point of the season. Uh, they just they sit on the on the one point two points behind the sides above them. 
In Division 2, it's a very familiar story. The top two haven't changed for a while now. Belfry lead the way with seven wins from seven games and a healthy goal difference amongst that as well following the recent signing of Jeremy Lynch uh, to their ranks as well, which has given them a real boost in front of goal. Sitting second, the Cowley Community with six wins from their eight fixtures so far. They lie three points behind the leaders, albeit from a game more. Sitting in third are Dagenham United, who, for the most part, have had a pretty solid start to the season with five wins and a draw from their nine games, seeing them up to 16 points in the table. And that is four points ahead of their opponents at the weekend just gone, Newham Wanderers, who have played just the seven games, two less than their, the sides above them. They have four wins from their first set of games in the season, and they have 12 points. Also on 12 points, Chingford at Athletic A. Bit of a mixed start for the, for the Chingford-based side. Four wins and four defeats from their first eight. And Forest Green, after an excellent start to the season, uh, which I believe was three out of three at one point. Uh, unfortunately, they haven't, haven't won a game since then from their seven fixtures, just those three wins. They sit on nine points, but healthfully in the middle of the table. Rain and Working Men's Club are below that, and they will certainly be below their estimation so far in, in the campaign. Just the two wins and a draw to account for their seven points as they sit seventh. And that's, that's a level point score with eighth place Old Estamians, who on goal difference sit just below them. Two, uh, two wins and a draw from eight games, um, but a, a, again, another side who really could do with an improvement in their form. Sitting ninth are Unity, who after a difficult start to the season have started to put some points on the board. They have two wins from seven as they sit on six points, which is a point ahead of Royal Forest, who promoted to this division uh, a couple of seasons ago. And had a very good first year in the league. It's been a bit of a struggle this time round. One win and two draws to account for their their five points from the opening six. And sitting in 11th, just below Royal Forest, is St Francis, who uh, got their first win on the board at the weekend. They were victorious over Unity, giving them a first win to go with their draw that they picked up a few weeks ago, giving them four points. And just below them, the only side... Uh, in 12th place, Barkinside A, who just the two games played in this season so far, a win and a defeat, sees them sitting on three points, bottom of the table, albeit with a positive goal difference and a shed loads of games, games in hand. In Division 3, FHN Athletics, still the side to beat, but they have lost a couple uh, in recent weeks. They sit top of the table in Division 3, 18 points from eight games so far with six wins and two defeats. Melbourne Sports are up into second, although it's a, a, a small margin that they, that they stay second. Four wins and a draw from their first seven sees them sitting on 13, uh, 13 points. With an almost identical record, our third-placed Fairlock Rovers also on 13 points with four wins and a draw. The only difference here is that they've scored a few less goals than Melbourne, which sees them sitting in third. Now, with two games in hand, however, Loughton Lions are the side with, with the, 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 the games in hand that could really put, put, put a bit of a threat on this division. Four wins from their first five games gives them 12 points and also a very healthy goal difference as they go in seek of the sides above them. Old Balkabians reserves have dropped down a few places over the previous weeks. They were uh, both top and second in recent weeks, but have now dropped to fifth in the table following a bit of a uh, poor patch in form. Three wins and two draws gives them 11 points from their opening seven. Sitting in sixth place, Glendale, uh, who haven't been beaten for a little while but aren't also winning games. They've drawn four of their eight games so far in the, in the division with two wins and two defeats to go alongside that. They sit on 10 points in the middle of the table. Just below them, Lymore Gardens sit on seven points with a couple of games in hand. 
They picked up a win at the weekend, a vital win, and they have two wins and a draw from their opening fixtures of the campaign. Bailey FC sit eighth in the standings with a couple of games in hand on sides above them. They have won one and drawn two of their opening fixtures in a division which has seen quite a few draws, in fact. They have five points from opening five games. And that is two points ahead of ninth-placed ASA, who, from four games, have actually drawn three and lost one. They have three points from their opening four games as they go in search of a first-ever win. Sitting in tenth place are Epping United, with, from their five games, just the two points so far in two draws that they've had. And there's just one side in the division who remain without a point, and that's Flyers under 23s, who are winless so far from their six games. In Division 4, Royal Forest Reserves are one of two sides unbeaten at this level, and they stay top of the table with four wins and two draws from their, from their six games, giving them a total of 14 points. Just sitting in second are Emerson United Reserves, Three points behind the leaders, but with a very healthy goal difference after some big recent results. They have three wins and two draws in their 11 points. Newham Royals sit third with three wins and two draws from their eight games on 11, although their goal difference isn't quite so healthy, and that's why they sit just below the teams in the promotion places. Sitting in fourth are the other side unbeaten so far, but only from four games with a lot of games in hand. Uh, three wins and a draw for Custom House United. Gives them 10, uh, 10 points from four games as they look to be one of the challengers at this level for promotion. The other side in the top half are Together United. Bit of a mixed start for the side based in Walthamstow. Three wins and a draw from their first seven fixtures of the season gives them 10 points also. And that's a point ahead of one of the informed sides in the division, Collier Row A, who after a very difficult start to the season whereby they were bottom of the table for some period, They've now got three wins on the ball from their seven games, and they sit on nine points. Chingford Harriers sit seventh, which is just a point back from Collier Row, with eight points, two wins and two draws from their five games, and also have some games in hand too, with an excellent defensive record to boot. Eighth place is Avondale Rangers. They have played seven so far, with two wins and a draw, giving them seven points. And that's just ahead of the two sides who, who sit at the bottom of the table. Firstly, Dagenham United Reserves in ninth position from their eight games. They've had a win and two draws, accounting for their five points. And last but not least, in uh, tenth position is Brentwood United Reserves from their six games. Just one win and one draw, which gives them four points as both of those sides strive to improve that record in the next phase of the season, whenever that might be. For more information, fixtures, results and league tables and, and many other statistics on the Essex Alliance League, visit our website, essexallianceleague.com. We wish you well and we'll see you all soon. Welcome to the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup for Match Day 8. Plenty of rain at the weekend, but plenty of games and plenty of goals. The results in the Premier Division, K-Sports 4, Crockenhill 3, Kingshill 6, Peckham Town 2, New Romney 2, Oxford United 1, Stansford 1, Tudor Sports 2, Stablehurst Monarchs 5, Hawkinge Town 5. In Division 1, Central and East, Ashford 4, Gurianak 3, Lawton Reserves 3, Stanley United 3, Rochester City 3, Rustwell Reserves 1. In Division 1 West, Bexley 2, Metrogas 1, Halls 0, Chipstead 2, 
Sutton Athletic 4, 10 MB 2, Welling Park 4, South East Athletic 0. In Division 2, Central and East, just two matches played. Cuxton Reserves 2, Staplehurst Monarchs Reserves 2, Dealtown Rangers 5, Rochester City Reserves 2. In Division 2 West, Equinocchial 3, Crayford Arrows 2, Long Lane 1, Orpington 2, Parkwood 3, Dulwich Village 3, SCT Reserves 1, Stansford Reserves 3. In Division 3 Central and East, Ide Hill Reserves 0, Hildenborough 2, the game between Locomotive Canterbury and Tetterton Town was abandoned, Minster 8, Pilgrims 1, Tankerton 5, Paddockwood 2. And in Division 3 West, Danson Sports Reserves 3, Wellingtown Reserves 3, Long Lane Reserves 2, AFC Lewisham 0, Metrogas 1, Bryden Ropes 3. And two results in the Veterans Divisions, Division 1, Sheerness East 4, Stablehurst Monarchs 0, and Aylesford 10, Ancorians Albion 2. Looking at those games in more detail, in the Premier Division, Rob Dines hit 4 as... Uh, Leaders Kings Hill beat Peckham Town 6-2. Dines and manager Aaron Braithwaite are old friends going back to their old school days and have always stayed in touch. Braithwaite said, We've played together and I've always kept my eye out for how he's done and watched his games when I've had the opportunity to. I got wind from a close mutual friend to both of us that Rob was looking to get back as he was missing it, so he gave him a message and we spoke on the phone. It needed to fit us both and it's clear that from friendship we would be happy to make that work. I've just given Rob the opportunity to get himself back involved and he knows several of the lads I've got down here as well, so that's helped. He trained last Wednesday and said he felt OK, so we got him signed on in time for Saturday's game and you aren't going to sign a player of Rob's ability and not play him. He was fantastic for us on the day and it's no surprise he was able to have a huge impact. The long and short of it is that Rob has a lot of football still left in him, is not fully fit and he's waiting for an operation and doesn't want to play at the highest standard half-time. So he's agreed to help us out when he can, keep involved in football, and luckily for myself and the club, it's with us, and he'll help our young squad no end while he's here and help raise the profile of the club and the league, I'm sure. I'm also sure that once Rob's back fully fit and he'll have tons of offers coming his way and opportunities to play higher again, I'm just grateful to have him with us for the time being. Shocks elsewhere in uh, the County League at the weekend, no more so than in Division 1 West, where 10MB tumbled 4-2 at Sutton Athletic Reserves, their first defeat of the season, and indeed Sutton Athletic's first win. Beaten 3-0 when the Cubs met back in September, uh, Sutton had uh, taken only two points from the previous 21, but turned league form on its head thanks to Kareem Akinibi's hat-trick, his first goals of the season. Rochester City moved six in Central and East, 3-1 winners at home to Rustal Reserves, Elliot Moon put the Rustics ahead, but goals by Harry Payne, man of the match Connor Young and Sam Porter earned City their third successive home win. Southern Athletic Reserves perhaps produced the shock result of the day in Division 1 West as 10MB tumbled 4-2 against a side looking for their first win at the start of play at Waller Park in Dartford. Beaten 3-0 when the clubs met in September, Southern Athletic, now under new management, had uh, taken just two points from the previous 21, but uh, won this game with uh, a hat-trick from Kareem Akinibi, the highlight of the day. Rochester City are sixth in Division 1 Central and East, 3-1 winners at home to Rustall Reserves. 
Elliot Moon put the Rustics ahead, but goals by Harry Payne, man of the match, Connor Young and Sam Porter earned City a third successive home win. Riley Alford's seventh of the season helped Ashford beat Guru Nanak 4-3, following up his four goals in the 7-3 win at Whitstable Town Reserves the previous week. Zach Jakubowski netted his fourth of the season as Lordwood Reserves drew 3-3 at home to Thanet United. Off the pitch, Parkwood Rangers are celebrating the award of a near £900,000 grant from the Football Foundation towards an impressive uh, new facility at Bexley Park Sports and Social Club, the highlight of which will be a new 100-metre by 64-metre floodlit artificial pitch, which will allow uh, the club's uh, 300 footballers at all levels, boys, girls and adults, to enjoy football on a splendid new surface uh, throughout the week. Congratulations to Parkwood Rangers, who've worked hard to secure the grant uh, from the Foundation. And uh, this week, it was interesting to uh, listen in to a development evening put on by the Kent County League for their referees. The man at the centre of the evening was the former County League referee and now National League referee and uh, Women's Super League referee, Jack Patman, who offered uh, plenty of honest assessments about his own performance on the night, but around uh, 50 people... Uh, were involved in the Zoom meeting. It was a good debate, good questions and uh, certainly good comments coming uh, from the uh, remote audience and uh, looks set to be maybe repeated by the County League uh, during the course of the season. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Hi guys, it's Rav from Grand Sports Club, representing the RNZ. Uh, due to a lot of postponements, there's not a lot of results, uh, mainly weather-related. Um, but in the Prem, saw Medway City win 3-2 against Riverside. In Division 1, saw AI Sports lose 4-2 to Medway Knights FC. And Park Regis win 10-0 against Medway Rovers 18. In Division 2, Wateringbury Wanderers winning 5-3 against Ballster Wanderers. And Parkwood Community Association Reserves winning 2-1 against the Prince FC. And Stockley Athletic losing 3-2 to Eccles FC Reserves. Uh, in Division 3, saw Medway Athletic draw 0-0 against Beechwood 76. And my guys, Grand Sports Club, winning 5-4 against AFC Medway. Um, a little bit about the game. We actually went 1-0 up and 2-1 up. And then turned into what we regularly do these these days is the dumbest side in the league at times. 4-2 um, down with about 20 minutes left. But thanks to a hat-trick from Yinka, um, including a goal in the last five minutes, we managed to get the win. Uh, another result from Division 3 is the Village Upchurch. Drawing 3 all against the Apple Yard in Division 4. Uh, and Corian's Academicals losing 4-1 to Bleakwood Rangers. Bly Sports losing 6-2 to Mildtown. Little Shasted losing 5-3 to Greenway AC Reserves. Big result for them. Medway Athletic losing 3-2 to Park Regis Reds. Raynham Kenilworth losing 4-3 to Medway Tigers. Rochester FC losing 8-1 to Gillingham Bilbao. And a couple of cup games to end the week. Uh, there's a, a cup game from last season's 
campaign. Sellers FC winning 3 0 against Chatham Town Saturdays. In the Sitting Ball Milton Cup Group B round two, AFC Minster winning 2 1 against Ash Green. And British Juniors losing 3 2 to Techers. And in another cup in the Ted Snelling Cup, Ballstall winning 3 2 against Cliff United. If we take a look at the tables as they stand while we go into another lockdown, uh, top of the Prem are Medway City with Medway Stars just three points off them with a game in hand. In Division 1, sees Park Regis Athletic top of the table, uh, 100% record. AI Sports are behind them just on goal difference, and Medway Knights are behind them by just a point. In Division 2, Eccles FC Reserves top of the table. 12 points, having lost only one game, and Stockley Athletic behind them just by two points. In Division 3, sees the Apple Yard FC top of the table, having played five games with 11 points. Medway Athletic 17 just behind them on nine. Ourselves Grand Sports Club sitting in fifth at the moment with a couple of games in hand on those above us. And Division 4 sees Mildtown FC top of the league. 13 points from 5 games. Uh, Gillingham Bilbao in 2nd with 10. Uh, with the, the big boys of Greenway AC Reserves and Little Shastard in mid-table at the moment. Hi all, it's Dean here from the Scaffold. Ready to look back at the uh, results from last week. And for once, to not look forward to any fixtures this coming Saturday. But more of that in a minute. Let's go back to Halloween, Saturday and the scaffold. It provided us with seven Premier Division, four First Division and four FA Vars matches. Kicking off with the Vars, um, we had exits from the competition for Holmesdale and Wellingtown. Uh, while Kennington uh, continued their great start to the season by beating Fisher on penalties. Now in the other game, Sheppey United beat Sutton Athletic 2-0 to advance. Now the draw has already been done uh, and it's come up with uh, one intriguing uh, all-scaffold match uh, where Kennington will travel up to play Glebe. That'll be a, a nice game there for for Kennington to see where it's at and uh, more scaffold opposition for them in that competition. While the six other teams um, all pulled out sides from from other local leagues, mostly away. Um, in our Premier Division, we had the usual fun and games with uh, 34 goals in the seven matches. Results were Ballam 5, Bearstead 2, Beckenham 3, Lordswood 0, Chatham 6, Hollands and Blair 0, they keep scoring 6, Chatham. Corinthian needed a last-minute penalty to beat Dill Town 2-1. It was an excellent win for Eriff Town, at home to Tunbridge Wells, they won 4-0. Punjab United lost 1-0 at home to Crobra Athletic. An early goal was the only one of the game there. And there were 10 goals at the May Place ground as Tower Hamlets picked up their second point of the season, drawing 5-5 with Canterbury City. Uh, value for money there in that one. What that does is leave uh, Chatham Town top of the league uh, with Corinthian level on points with them. Chatham have now scored 60 goals from their 11 games at an average of five and a half. So there is obviously their players are dominating the leaderboard in the top goal scorers. 
table. Jack Evans out in front, Dan Bradshaw uh, second to him and, and Ryan Hayes not far behind that. In the first division, uh, we had just the four games, including another nil-nil. Uh, Bride and Ropes have provided us with both nil-nils in the first division this season. Uh, this one against Lewisham Borough. It was just the one goal uh, between Kent Football United and Rochester United. It went to Rochester. Uh, Rustle came from behind to beat Meridian VP 3-2. And Snodland Town scored late to beat FC Elmstead 3-2. That leaves um, SC Thamesmead at the top of the table. Ahead of the unbeaten pairing of Kennington and FC Elms, uh, Kennington and Rochester United actually. Uh, this mid midweek we've got just the one fixture and that's at the Bayliss Avenue uh, between Wellingtown and AFC Croydon. And then that's it, as everyone would have heard by now, grassroots football or non-elite football uh, has been suspended between uh, Thursday the 5th of November and Wednesday the 2nd of December. No games, no training, it's going to be a tough time for clubs and everyone that, that loves grassroots football really. Um, it's not going to be much fun. Hopefully during that time everyone stays safe and looks after each other and we all get through it and then we're ready to go from the off again early December. Hopefully uh, there will be no further delays because it's sure going to be tough to uh, get all out, all the remaining fixtures in. You know, we're, we're well placed compared to most leagues. Uh, we've started started strong uh, and I'm sure, sure we'll get there if we don't have another break but um, you can't uh, promise that at the moment, the way things are going, and then there's always the weather and other outside problems that can halt games. Uh, so it's it's not looking good um, for the rest of the season. I, I don't know how it's all going to play out. Um, so we'll just have to see, work on a fixture list, the league will, uh, and any updates will will come on the website um, in the in the close time over the over November. But until then. No doubt there'll there'll be no further updates on the podcast from us because there's not a lot to say. But as the games kick off again, we'll be back and uh, bring all the uh, all the goals and action from the scaffold. Thank you. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.